This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations Sure, we've eaten so much of the Closet Conversation time, but trust me, uh, I feel it was all worth it. Hey, teamers, we are within the Closet Conversation. We've got three guests who are all uh, fabulous, beautiful, wonderful, and wild. We're talking a queer kink. Queer kink from... Um, things like group sex, uh, fire and wax play, um, different oral tricks, um, how the queer community practices safe sex and ensures safe spaces for themselves. It's going to be so much, so much to talk about uh, in the time that we have. Let's make sure that you and I and our A-team guests converse. This is uh, the WhatsApp number for your messages, 614 or you can SMS 41391 if you'd like to call in. And yes, you can be anonymous. You can be anonymous because we are in the closet. Uh, it's on zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. Our guest, uh, I'm going to firstly welcome Bubilo Bukaba, who's a sex and body positivity advocate. Bubilo, thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Patricia. I hope you're good. Uh, thank you for the warm welcome. Well, it's a pleasure having you in this, well, with us via Zoom in the studio, but we're all together. We've also got um, uh, Kaylin. Kaylin is an enthusiast for pleasure, praise, and comfort. Kaylin, thank you for joining us. Good evening. Kaylin, are you there? Thank you for having me. All right, your line is a bit bad. Let's try that again. Hi, Patricia. Can you hear me now? Loud and clearly now. Thank you so very much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've also got Tsepang uh, Siwane. Um, Tsepang is a third-year student at UNISA studying um, a bachelor's in education in senior phase majoring in mathematics and physics. A gay being who identifies as being non-binary and gender fluid. Whether you say he or she, as long as it comes from a genuine place, it's all good with them. That's how Tabang wants to be introduced. Tabang, fabulous soul. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. All right. Now, now that we are all acquainted, let's talk queer <laughs> sex, queer kink. I'm going to start with you, Bupilone. Because whenever mm -hmm. below you are saying body positivity, you know, good sex, you're advocating for all these great things. When it comes mm. to kink, especially yeah. queer kink, what are the do's and don'ts? And I ask this because heterosexual people feel, well, they, they, we don't have much knowledge of what happens in queer sex, but others might be. Mm you know, interested in venturing into queer sex. So what are the basic mm. do's and don'ts? Okay, I'm going to start with my basic um, tip for any intercourse is uh, communicate your needs, communicate your desires, and be open-minded. Um, those are always my rules in, in any uh, type of interaction. Um, 
especially on being open-minded, you know, having pleasure and giving pleasure is very tricky when there's no communication. Um, so I always advocate for that. I always advocate for research as much as you can. I always advocate for having open communication with the people you want to interact with. And um, also do some research on yourself, find out what it is that is pleasuring for you so that you're able to communicate that pleasure to the people you'll be venturing into activities with. I'm coming to you now, Kaylin. Enthusiast for pleasure, praise and comfort. What is it exactly that you do? Because <laughs> that's uh, all this well, sounds very I'm... kinky. Does it? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well, um, yeah, I'm a very passionate about passionate person about praising the female form when it comes to pleasure. Um, that's something I get pleasure from deeply. Um, and I think that very much comes intertwined with also being able to be there for that person and comfort them after the kink space. Sometimes kink can get very intense. And I think that uh, people sometimes leave out the comfort bit that may need to come afterwards. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Aha. So um, where are you in the queer spectrum? So I know exactly what I'm dealing with because you say you praise the female form, but are you non-binary or is there um, something specific that you identify with? I I am non-binary, but I I also identify with being lesbian and queer. Mm -hmm. Okay, very interesting. Um, uh, now I understand why you say the female form is very interesting to you. Uh, when it comes to kink, then, for uh, non-binary, queer, um, lesbians, what are the most exciting things that people should be aware of? The most exciting things are, I feel like there's a, a world to explore here. Hey, tell um, us, because some of us are not <laughs> in that world. Please, don't, don't, don't hide anything. Don't hide anything. Okay, well, let's see how much time we have. Um, I think that first and foremost, before we can get into the exciting things, we do need to talk about things like consent. And um, we need to fully discuss everything we'd like to be open to doing to one another, where whether it's a group space or one-on-one -on -one space as well. I find that also that um, communication backpacking off of what Bobello said um, is also something that is very sensual and sexy, you know, getting to the nitties and grits of really what you want to do to each other really opens up a space for what is welcome, especially um, as people who are non-binary. There might be some limitations or boundaries that you do not want to cross, and um, crossing that boundary would uh, might not be very sexy for another person. So... Once you've crossed that threshold, you can get into things like BDSM, into role playing, into um, blade, playing with blades or fire or um, other interesting toys. Um, yeah, you sound yeah, dangerous. Yeah, anything. You sound dangerous. <laughs> I sound dangerous. Blades and fire. Well, it's, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. Yeah, no, no, when you're talking blades and fire, yeah, Shisana, like literally, guys, I'm, I'm sounding naive, but I want to know, like, what do you do? Do you cut yourselves? Nenzan. 
Well, some people are into um, blood play. Um, some people are just no, no blood play, as in when when the two ladies are on their period or blood like actually play. drawing, like okay, that can that's a whole other thing as well. But um, <laughs> I'm talking specifically with like like drawing blood with either with needle or with a blade. Um, yeah, some people are very much into that, or or simply grazing the skin so that you do not really draw blood, but kind of builds up that excitement, like. Oh, this person might hurt me. They won't, but they might. Um, and then also, when when it comes to fire play, uh, there are things where you can just play with the heat um, by using like, wax. I, I think you mentioned that earlier as well. Uh, you can play with the actual fire, actual dancing with the flame. Um, yeah, there are so many things you can do with it. But uh, so this is the this is the way I can touch on it for now. All right. Okay. You know what? Already, I want to know more, uh, but I'm also getting very nervous. Clearly, I'm a novice <laughs> when it comes to queer king angaziluto. I don't know anything. Okay. The next guest joining us it's Tabang. Tabang. Uh, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. You are an academic, but you are also one that, that makes things easy for a person like me because you say whether we say he or she, as long as it comes from a genuine place, it's all good with you. Thank you. Thank you very much for making life simple because a lot of non-binary people um, are, are, are doing like, you know, a, a tongue twister, but with our brains, um, those who have been accustomed uh, to the pronouns he for boys, she for girls, and now they and them become like you even jam in your sentence. You've made life easy for us. Thank you so very much. It comes from a good place. Um, and I'm just going to call you beautiful. Tsebang, is that okay? Jeez, that sounds so so good. <laughs> <laughs> so Tsebang, in your journey as non-binary and gender fluid, what are the sort of kink things in your world that you'd like to introduce us to? And, and perhaps... Explain gender fluid to me. Does that mean you, you you are able to to interact sexually with both genders? Um, I identify as a gay person, but when it comes to gender, we have to define what is gender. So gender it's what the society expects from you, whether on your sex, whether you are assigned male or female at birth. But I do not conform to gender, hence I'm saying I'm gender fluid. Mm -hmm. So what females do, I do, and what males do, I do. So I'm very fluid, I do not conform to the societal expectations of gender. Okay, so gender fluidity does not refer to sexuality. That's what I'm learning. Yes, yes. Gender fluidity does not define to sexuality. So gender and sexuality are two different things. We are being schooled every single day. And introduce us to your world of kink then as a gay guy. Um, so <laughs> there are a lot of things, kinky things as a gender fluid person that we go through. Firstly, we we have to be content with ourselves. We have to know our bodies. We have to know our expectations when it comes to sexuality and when it comes to the sex life. 
So whether you use your toys or whether you use whatever that you use, you have to know what stimulates you and what makes you happy and what gives you pleasure. So for me, in, in, for instance, like as I identify as a gay male, so um, I'm a submissive gay male. So um, what stimulates me is um, somebody who's going, going to penetrate me. So I get pleasure by being penetrated, whether it's by somebody or whether it's by a toy. Mm, okay. Actually, interesting, because last night we were talking about, um, on the Closet Conversation, um, about about anal uh, sex. Uh, there are men who are who are identify as straight, but enjoy to yeah. be penetrated anally because... Hey, look, whether it's a finger or it's a toy, um, that's where the, the, the pleasure glands are for men. Exactly, yes. Mm. Most men prefer being penetrated also, whether they identify with a straight, gay or bisexual. But the glands of which the male G-spot, it's near the anal. Hey, hey team, the lines are open. I've got three guests, uh, beautiful Tabang. Uh, feisty but very comforting and pleasurable, Kaylin and Buibilo, who just says, Let's be positive about sex and our bodies. Those are our guests 0614 That's our WhatsApp number. Join in, or you can call in anonymously if you like on 086 2032 with questions and maybe introduce us to your world of queer kink. I've got 80 Anonymous on the line. Good evening, Anonymous. Good evening, of Patricia, and good evening to your guest. Good evening. Yes, uh, my question uh, goes to our Sepang. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I hope that uh, she will understand my question. Go ahead. Yes. Okay, okay. I wanted to know if you have a, a partner. Ne? And then if you have, maybe that's a second question as to who is the, who is the, like, who's the driver most, like, meaning who is more into it when you are engaging in social intercourse amongst the two of you? Who is doing it mostly? What do you mean who's doing it? Who is really what? Who? Are you asking who's penetrating who, Anonymous? Yeah, between what project between Alsepan and her partner, who penetrates more? Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Stay on the line in case uh, Tabang has follow-up questions. Tabang, um, okay. first question was, do you have a partner? And if you do, uh, who's the one who's penetrating who? Um, to answer his first question, yes, I do have a partner, and you as go, I mentioned babes. in my previous. <laughs> Own that, own that. this year. Own that. And as I mentioned, that I identify as a gay being, of which that is bottom. Therefore, it means being bottom. It's a sexual role that occurs in the gay, in the male gay, gay, gay space, whereby um, when you are bottom, you are more submissive, and therefore you are getting penetrated. So my partner is top, of which it means he does the penetration, he does the insertion only. I don't know if I answered anonymous questions correctly. 
Anonymous? Anonymous, no, you are not going away. I must ask you a question now. I, I know I know all our guests are in the closet and they are open to share their okay. closet experience. Why are you asking these questions? Are you interested in uh, Japan? No, no, Patricia. No, it's just I was just keen to know. Just to find out, just to know. So, yeah. so when, what's your thing? Me, I, I have a partner, of course, this year. Uh, yeah, but what's your king? We and Zan, no partner, I could no manje, and shall you vanilla ice cream? No, she, 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 she was in a long distance relationship. She's in case there, and I'm in, I'm in the same case, yeah. Yeah. Sure, so how we do, do you... we, we, mm-hmm. we do each other now and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and then how do you keep the embers alight? I mean, long distance relationships does not mean that your body is firewood. You still feel something. So, yeah, we do, we are do, you we virtual uh, maters? Definitely. Hey. We do intimate it through telephone, through the telephone. Yeah, Tata with Anonymous. All right, okay, thanks for calling in. <laughs> okay, so, Kaylin, I'd like to come to you. Um, when it comes to lesbian women, right, there's, there's a lot of mystery behind it. I'm taking this from the the discussion I also had yesterday with our A-team guest, Nomam Zizi. Um, And she said, women kiss each other and it's okay. But uh, women kiss each other and it's okay. And she said, but maybe you can take it a step further and, you know, start enjoying it intimately. Women by nature, Kaylin, are are touchy and intimate. We hug more than men do. Uh, Women don't mind giving each other a peck. Uh, But is there a line that is told to say, this is the reason why a woman is 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 uh is now identified as lesbian because women in general are just generally attracted to each other we complement each other don't we mm, yes I, I see where you're coming from patricia but I, I think there's a certain line that gets crossed uh, in terms of intent so the intention behind the touch or a kiss can be uh far more alluring uh, queer lesbian aspect mm-hmm. and what is that line what is that line yeah. oh, it is... <laughs> what is that well, because it is... look look okay so uh, let me make an example i've got a friend um, this is just an example out of my head it's not it's not real but i've got a friend my friend and i always hug each other and peck each other all right when we meet but now my friend does not express that she's got interest and my friend starts hugging me for a bit longer. But I don't tell the difference because we're used to hugging. So she's hugging a bit longer. Um, but now she's throwing compliments. Um, and women, we get naked in front of each other, whether in the gym or at home. And one day you get naked and then a friend, you figure, man, it's like a bamba bamba isn't awesome. Is that towing the line? Is that where the line is drawn to say, hey, but your friend all along has been bisexual or lesbian? Is that when the line is drawn or is it before that? Um, I, I think it is, I think when there is a, a certain kind of fire behind those those interactions. So I, I feel as though if you're not feeling anything from your side, it shouldn't nothing should take place Mm -hmm. 
Okay, from your side, but friend, you think I'm suspect, honey? <laughs> I can start suspecting of friendship. Hey, man, something here. Please come out of the closet and let me know. Um, You were talking earlier about blood. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, is, um, is your friend maybe interested? Is that something you'd be willing to explore? Are you, are you curious? Has she started some sort of intrigue in you? Kaylin, I don't know whether it's your network, but I did say this was just a hypothetical situation. I don't have such a friend. <laughs> was okay, okay, maybe I'm reaching. Kaylin was unconscious <laughs> and men doing. But earlier you were talking about about um, uh, blood sex, and I, I raised the issue of are you talking about sex during period? Because I can imagine if two ladies are being intimate with each other and maybe they live with each other, you end up having your your cycles, your periods sinking. Um, yes, it will definitely sink. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even in boarding school, you find that girls in the same dorm end up mm. sinking. So um, <laughs> when partners are sinking, do they still have... Uh, sex with each other while on their period and could this be considered as a kink I ask this because I know there are couples who are heterosexual who enjoy sex while the lady is on her period mm -hmm. so I, I think that definitely depends on the specific couple's uh, preferences so a lot of uh, women are very uncomfortable during that period and do not want anybody going down there, looking down there or thinking about going down there. And other people are, are a bit more open about it and, you know, sometimes your libido can really spike during that time. So attention is welcome in that area. Um, so, yeah, I think indefinitely when it comes to uh, lesbian couples, um, since, you know, we often do sync um, and very, very quickly, um, if I might add, obviously, um, seeing each other within a couple months, you can think, but um, after that time, it becomes a question of how comfortable you are with each other to do that, or with something you've known, you've always liked, um, or are comfortable with, then sure, go ahead. A lot of people are actually specifically turned on by uh, period six. So yes, I think it's very uh, a very individual perspective that you have to take on that. Boy Pilo, <laughs> you know, you are one lady that uh, I don't know if I'm correct in saying you're a lady as Boy Pilo. When I, them, they, he, she. I I take the same stance as Tabang, uh, whichever term comes from a respectful place. I always accept, you know, I, I get Abu Mama who see me in my suit and go booty and, you know, it, it, I don't stop them. And I get uh, gents who will say lady, you know, because they, they they find it hard to call me a gent. So whichever whichever uh, pronoun comes from respect, I I receive. Thank I also you. believe that, yeah. that how someone chooses to address me is not really a reflection so much of me uh -huh. but of themselves and how they choose to see me so that's how i also choose to not take offense because if you do start taking offense to how people um decide to um 
to um, identify you. Some people actually use that against you, you know? I mean, you might say to certain people that I identify as a lesbian and my pronouns are she and her, and they might just go out of their way and call you by him just to get a reaction out of you. So I think that's why I've taken the stance to allow any term that comes from a respectful place when, when addressing me. You know, I think this thing of pronouns, we really need to have a conversation on it on its own. Um, because I'm so mm-hmm. glad that uh, the three of you are so open and free and you permit mm. us to to call you respectfully, um, mm. whatever pronoun that is respectful and sits well with us instead of putting us in a jam. Because you can imagine as a, as a, as a presenter, if I use the wrong mm. pronoun, you could take me straight mm. to the BCCSA. For using the wrong pronoun in Gingas without knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. without warning me mm-hmm. first. So I think this mm-hmm. is a conversation on its own. And also, how do we teach our children these new pronouns? Because when they go to school, mm-hmm. when they learn language, the pronouns are the mm-hmm. same. And okay, if we take it out of English sense, and now we are speaking is seen to whether you are Swana, Pedi, Isizul. You see, do we have these words, these pronouns? Uh, these are things we need to explore but that's a conversation for another day before we wrap up I'd like you to please speak to us about the importance of queer safe spaces okay so this topic um, I feel is not really discussed outside of the celebrated pride months which are usually um, June for the international month and um, October for the South African celebration. So queer safe spaces are spaces where we as queer individuals um, not only welcome each other, but welcome allies as well and people who might not be allies, but are interested in knowing about who we are and what our issues are and who want to fight the courses that we fight for. So these are spaces um, that have different aspects, right? So you have spaces where we can party, where we are allowed to express our happiness as we wish to. So if I choose to embrace my partner in that space, I'm not shunned or um, looked at in an awkward manner. Um, if I choose to go topless as um, as a queer male, I'm not looked at in any other way. And if I choose to go topless as a queer female, I'm not looked at in in any way that makes that deems my sexual power um, as uh, as a threat or puts me at threat of um, my life. And then there are spaces where we are able to have conversations, where we actually get into the nitty gritties of what issues we face as people. Because like it or not, as queer individuals, we do still have um, certain stereotypes within our community. So these spaces allow us to engage you know, when, when, where trans men are able to sit down with trans women or lesbian women and actually discuss what it is that maybe causes a rift or maybe there's a misunderstanding in how we treat each other. Or you get spaces where maybe um, a lesbian sees another lesbian and because they don't fit their stereotypical um look of a lesbian that they are shunned or um, made fun of or stigmatized. So um, these spaces 
need platforms like the one that you're giving us now, Patricia, we were able to discuss our wants, we were able to discuss our our needs and also the issues mm-hmm. that impact us on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what, what queer safe spaces are. Um, we are seeing a growing trend of events, especially around Joburg, where um, spaces like these are made possible and are are backed up by big part by big partnership brands, and um, we would love to see the the evolution of this going into more conversational spaces. You know, um, where we're able to speak with lawmakers and regulatory uh, people who who um, take our needs seriously. You know, I was actually speaking to a friend of mine the other day, and I was like, "How cool would it be if we could have uh, a brand that actually supports?" Um, you know, non-binariness. So most um, beauty brands um, are either associated with either being male or being female. But how cool would it be if we had actually a gender-neutral um, brand for for beauty that embraces the the different hormones that we have and the different um, needs that we have from different products. So basically wrapping up the conversation, um, queer safe spaces are made for allies and people who want to see us as a community um, strive and be heard and be taken seriously because we have been here, we are here, and we are still going to be here in the future. Look, because of time, we need to go, A-teamers, but uh, we promised that this trio, and I know we below, you, you were suggesting a fourth person to be part of this crew, uh, we are going to have you again very soon on the show so we can talk more because we haven't even scratched the surface. Mm. So Bupila, thank mm, you very much definitely. for joining us and thank you for bringing your crew along. They've been excellent. <laughs> uh, Kaylin, thank you for being so fabulous. I'm going to um, make sure that we invite you again on the show to have another conversation. Uh, beautiful Tabang, thank you so very much. It's been such a great pleasure. Uh, you've put me at ease. <laughs> All three of you have put me at ease. Thank you so, so very much. We're going to close off with a voice note from an A-teamer. Let's hear what the A-teamer had to say on this topic. Good evening, Patricia. Uh, you're speaking to a villain, Adelaide. Uh, I completely concur with your guest that uh, communication is of utmost importance when it comes to intimacy because that is where you find out uh, what tickles your partner so that you could give each other maximum pleasure and satisfaction also knowing uh, where to touch your partner where to you know excite them that uh, spices up uh, the intimacy part so yeah i completely agree thank you Thank you, A-teamers. Let's make sure that this weekend is an orgasmic one. It's a great one filled with love, peace, and joy. Hey, it's going to be a busy one. Like I said, on Saturday, um, Saturday morning, I'm going to be at the so- Lebo Soweto Backpackers uh, with the, the Mzansi Reggae uh, Summer Festival. So I'll be there first and straight after that. 
while it's still on, for 8 o'clock, I'm going to be at the State Theatre uh, for the Bula International Music Festival. It's going to be a busy one for me, but a safe one because Vase, we don't drink and drive. Uh, we respect the rules of the road. We respect others and we keep everything in prayer. A-teamers, if you're in any of those vicinities, please do hit me up. It would be lovely to see you, take pictures with you, get to know you, meet you, know your name as an A-teamer. Uh, but if if not, wherever you're going to be, stay safe, uh, show love, show peace, don't drink and drive, look after those around you. Goodness and grace will lead you to the great heights of success.